Hello. It's a hole and we're in it. Okay, that's not how we're starting out. Um, hey everybody, it's your girl Morgan Alexis entering the building. Oh my gosh, I feel like I haven't said that in so long, but um, yeah, I'm here. It's your boy A. Shot of Funky Walker, Dirty Talker, None Iller Than Scruffzilla Grays, Killing It in a Million Motherfucking Ways. And it's your man Maurice Anthony, the nigga that has your bitch buckling at the knees, also the nigga that has that shit sounding like mac and cheese. And we are back after a, a little bit of a break. Um, been been you know trying to trying to put all these things together we had a wonderful wonderful festival uncut fest the first annual um and we've been missing you guys so we're back and we want to kind of give you guys a update and recap on everybody's time so hey shaw how's it been yo it's been fucking crazy um uncut fest was a smash <laughs> it, it was a total smash yo i yo. i gotta i gotta admit i didn't this is this is our first podcast yes. or our first uh festival yes 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 but like yo i i didn't, didn't expect it to be nope. as good as it was i had no idea i was i'm i was pleasantly surprised yes, for sure most yeah, definitely at all. it, it went great total smash it was great so great it was great we had a great crowd we had wonder like everybody that performed they just performed at their top level it was just a fucking good time like if you missed it i'm sorry you missed it but i did do a little recap on our all things uncut um youtube if you want to check out a little bit of a recap of how the night went but being there the energy was great the people were great it just was it was a fucking vibe it was was such a vibe it was beautiful i can't like i said i can't believe it went so well like i I didn't think it would go bad don't get me wrong but i didn't think it would go that well like that yeah so let me ask y'all what was y'all favorite part of the night oh when i uh Oh, outside. Well, I was DJing all night. Yes, he was. So That's Easter Tony was DJing. I was up there, and I I got to see everybody rock from like the stage perspective. It was pretty cool. I I think that was my favorite part of the night. The fact that I was able to be more than a fan during these kind of cool moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite part of the night was. I really enjoy Quest's set personally. Yeah, everybody did amazingly. Don't we gotta, get me wrong. We got to work on respecting niggas publicly, even though we know you in real life. The fresh maker. Yeah, these niggas don't know the you. The fresh maker. These niggas can't just call you Quest. Correct. The fresh maker. I I really loved his set. I loved everybody's set. Don't get me wrong. Everybody did an amazing job. But his set was just special. And just watching him vibe out, yeah. and you know, and, and it was a producer set for those who don't who are unfamiliar. Um, he brought uh, he, Sam on stage. He brought Big Paris Sam or Samuel David. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Barnett. He brought Sue Boy. He brought That's Paradox. Um, it was a really it was a great set jam packed with hits, man, and jam packed with amazing production. So right shout out to the Fresh Maker. Shout so that would be my favorite Fresh part of the Maker. night for sure. Aisha, what was your favorite part of the night? All right, this this gonna make me sound. I, I had a, I had a few of them. Okay, really of but course. This one, yeah. I'm gonna, this one I'm going to talk about going to make me sound like I'm a bit full of myself. Oh lord! But because I've been at this so long, mm-hmm. like it was really cool, and my sister caught it on on video mm-hmm. and sent it to me. It was really cool being up there saying. Like the winning lotto ticket, nigga. Yeah. And everybody was like, yo, you can't yeah. count me in. I was yeah. like, yeah. Bro, I don't know if you seen me because you was up there on the stage with me. But like, I, seen him. I stopped I and my, my hand dropped. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the hand I was holding the mic yeah. with, I was, I was shocked. Yeah. I didn't expect no everybody to do that. Yeah, they was fucking with you, bro. And with how long I've been doing this, I've been yeah. waiting for a moment like that. Yeah, you know? man. So, and like it, was it was at your own festival. Yes. Yeah, and it never and it never <laughs> happens twice. Meaning, right. Meaning the first, the first time, time is always the best because mm-hmm. like it, it 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 gets old after that. 
And it, or I won't say that it gets old, but it gets like it expected. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. after a while, you start having joints that people just scream the words at. So you like, so you get to a point where you like, I definitely yell over this. One. I'm you know glad you saying? had that moment, bro. So I the, really am. Your first, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that, that I'm glad you had that moment. And the cookie cam caught people, you know, with their hands up when you was doing your yeah. set. Like they was really fucking with you. Look, that shit was hard. People dancing and shit. Yes. I was like, the fuck yeah. yes that's my boy gotta hit record gotta hit, yeah. and then okay so then that moment trickled off throughout the week mm-hmm. tell I me had, more i had a bunch of people coming up to me outside of the festival mm-hmm. hitting me up on 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 the socials mm-hmm. and even when i went to work yeah a young lady hmm. stopped me and was like hey yo do you rap mm. I was like, sometimes. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm in the mind of getting ready to go do work. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And she was like, I think I saw a video of you. I saw the hair. Mm-hmm. And then you showed up today and I see the hair. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, you rap. Yeah, that me. I was like, oh, it's probably me. Mm-hmm. It's probably me. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. like, it was some kind of festival or something going on. I was like, yeah, that was me and, me and my super friends. We, yes. We put together a. A festival, yes. you know, and it, it, it was a cool thing. Yeah, she was like, "Oh my god!" Then I went back and I watched the video a few times, and you're really good. Oh, okay. I was like, "Hey," and you and you look like your dick big. Okay, wow. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Do you all right. Go in the bathroom, real quick. All right. Oh, wow. She didn't say all that. <laughs> oh Lord, Aaron ain't gonna be able to handle his first groupie. Lord have mercy. She didn't say all of that, but yeah, it was it was a dope <laughs> feeling. It was it was a really dope <laughs> feeling. Just a. Just to be out there, you yeah, know? man, yeah, man. No feeling. I'm, I'm just, I'm happy you had that. I really, I really am. Like seeing you have that, those moments bring me joy. I love seeing that. Yeah. I love seeing you get your flowers, bro. I really do. I got a better answer than the one I had. Okay, before, tell us, tell us. Um, that I think we could all relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna preface this by saying that yes, this is about something I did, but I'm using this as a team moment. So try okay, not to make this seem like a personal thing. Let's hear. It. But I'm looking at the uncut fest board on your wall here. yeah i have it i put it on my wall and i can't help but uh reiterate something that you said to me uh right before the festival that mm-hmm. i guess i didn't realize you were like you do realize you made all of this you did and i was like and now sitting back and thinking about it we i had i tweeted something a while ago and i'm not about to make this about a tweet but i said you got to make it up and then you got to legitimize it mm. Right, mm, and, mm-hmm. and I mean that's what all uh, our favorites have done for sure. If we oh, listen to, we were listening to God did today. Yes, Jay, Jay uh, Khaled. Yes, I still have to listen. You to have it. to. It, it's a, it it's a state of address. It's, it's okay. Like, oh, okay. He did that. Yeah. He, okay. He, he Hove to. did. First it was Ross, Wayne, and Jay. Right, <laughs> and then Jay just raps for three minutes after. Literally, it's so funny because it's nice. like, nah, I'm still Jay Z though. Yeah, you got to hear that, bro. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm still Jay Z though. You got to hear that. Like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But I'm still Jay-Z, though. But it, it, thinking about Jay-Z, how he came in the game independent, and thinking about how he had to make something up and then legitimize it. For sure. Wouldn't, wouldn't nobody let him in the game. Right. And then you think about us, and now wouldn't nobody let him in the game. Literally, no. And so we right. just had to make something up. Yeah. And then we had to legitimize it. Yeah. And just looking around at all this shit and go, yo, we made this. We made this. And it's legitimate, and people fuck with it. You know how many followers we gained off of this? You know how many people Man. is really like... Tapped the fuck in, man. Tapped in, and you know it's no shade to nobody else. It's just the fact that we had to create our own opportunities. Nobody wanted to give us none. We had to create our own. Or they wanted to give us like some weak ass ones. 
Right. That part. Because there's that too. There, right. th- that part. So I'm like I said, I'm just I'm glad that the festival went well. I'm so happy at all the great faces that came out. Some people came that I didn't even expect. Some people I've never even met in person or just my social media friends just came out to support and I was fucking with it. I was like, wow. So it was it was just was a fucking great night. I I can't I can't get over it. Like I think about it, I'm still high from it. I smile from ear to ear when I fucking talk about this. Like I just Man, y'all should have been there. But if you didn't make it, you should have been there and come next year. Because next year is going to be even even better. But Man, let's I'm bask in you. the glow of this one right here, how great it all went. Man. And the crowd support. and It just it just was great. It just was great. I want to shout out to all the performers. Shout out to Maurice Anthony, A. Shaw, Sue Boy, The Fresh Maker, Joaquin Fox, FYI, Wody, um, Ed Paris. She, she got on there and did a couple songs. It just was a great night. Shout out to everybody that was a part of it and helped make it great. Most definitely, most mm-hmm. definitely. It, it, it was it was awesome. We um, had a great time. We're still tired. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I took the extra day off next the next so day. Excuse our demeanors. Yeah. We are not awake. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, because like this was a movie. We kind of had to be like on our P's and Q's the whole time. So like, if y'all saw us and we were working, it looked like we were working. That's because we were. Yeah. yeah, like don't be wrong. Like I was doing a merch table and all this different things. Aaron was doing interviews and performing Look, and DJing. Like it was a lot. <laughs> interviews, videos. Yes, yes. I was running around checking on people. Yes. I was getting water for yes. people. Like this shit was. This was work. It was work. Uh, we but were you working. know what though? Yeah. You know what though? I I, I prefer that work over. Amen. Yeah, the day job. Now, the day, day job, the day job is what's working right now. Yes. But you know, yes, for sure. Don't, it's not working. It's just working out. I like that. I, I, I like that. that. I, I like that because that's a fact. Because yeah, get no. in shape for it. It's, it's going to be all day, every day. For real, it's for real. That's all it's doing right. If now. for real, we had like I said, is it, you know, as much as we were enjoying the show, it was work. Yeah, we were still there were still on. things that we had to get done. Like I said, Easter Tony was running the whole sound and, and everybody's sets and stuff like that. Right, I'm right. running the merch table and making sure that's being done. A Shaw's doing interviews and performing like. It was a lot of moving parts, but guess what? It came out beautiful. It really did. The, every time I look at the footage, I just get emotional because it's like, it, we really did that shit. Yeah, it was really, is literally a dollar to dream. Yes. It really is. It really is. So I'm, I'm happy the first one went so well, and I cannot wait till next year, you know, for the next one. And shout out to everybody that came out and bought some merch or tipped the artist or just came out and enjoyed the vibe. Shout out to y'all. Most definitely. Shout, shout out, to, out y'all. to y'all. We'll see y'all next year. We'll see y'all next year. Yes. Um, In the meantime, we're gonna kick y'all head off for some topics. Yeah, let's let's get let's do what we do best. Now, this this particular topic I'm gonna bring up actually happened today. Um, you guys, are you familiar with Aries Spears? Yes. How did I know you was gonna talk? You know, about I had to come on, bro. How did I know? I love Lizzo, what so it? I had to talk okay, about this. Okay, I, I did see he said some about Lizzo. So he did an interview. I'm gonna actually play the clip actually because. Before we, Vlad? Yes. Before we dig into this man's spirit, yeah, yeah. I just want to send a special shout out to Aerie Spears. We you like Aerie Spears? Aerie Spears? Like nigga from Mad too. TV? Are you out of your motherfucking mind? It's Aerie Spears. I know. He played himself with this one, though. Look, it's cool. If he played himself, then cool. We're going to kick that nigga back in. But also, we have never spoken about Aerie Spears on here. Literally. So before we go, yeah. we just got to be like, shout out to Aerie Spears. We love you, nigga. We just going to smoke your Right. Appreciate your talent, but you was off with this yeah, one. So gonna, yeah. I'm going to play the clip. <clears throat> Yo, you know somebody that, yo, you know somebody that actually make good music, man? Lizzo. Lizzo? Yeah, bro. Have you heard her shit, yo? Like as a songwriter, yo. I, I can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji. She's got a very pretty face, but she keeps showing her body off, nigga. Like, come on, man. 
Come on, yo. I'm sorry. Listen, I ain't the most in-shape nigga in the world. But I still, you know, when you funny and you got swagger and confidence and, and you decent looking, I think I'm at least handsome, you get pussy. But a woman that's built like a plate of mashed potatoes is in trouble. You know what kills me about women? Is, is the hypocrisy and the contradiction. Yes, queen, slay, queen. Yes, queen, slay. Yeah, girl, your confidence. Fuck diabetes. Fuck heart, heart, heart problems. Fuck heart disease. Cholesterol. Y'all <laughs> claim womanhood and about sisterhood. Like, he got two necks right now. I'm looking at both his you necks. Know, when it come to that <laughs> ridiculous shit. That's what everybody else kept but saying, you too. you really gave a fuck, why wouldn't you go, black girl, we love you. Do you not give a fuck? But this ain't it. This ain't it. Why not? Where's That's the real love. Y'all will jump on me for making jokes, but y'all won't fucking be real and go, sister. What was this? Was down. this supposed to be like a state of address or something? I don't know, but the problem I have with it is that this nigga didn't ask nothing about what she looked like. He asked about her, said her music was good. So how you getting from her music is, is this to, oh, she built like this, this, this. That's so weird to me. Do you like women, nigga? That's what I want to ask. Do you like women? Because uh, uh, I feel like a man that like women don't talk about women like that. You look like a crowning baby. Even if they're not attracted to You look to like a crowning baby with a New York fitted on. <laughs> baby New Year looking ass. Boy, you'll get the <sighs> fuck on, my nigga. Oh, they was killing his whole soul on Twitter of and Of course they else. was, you stupid motherfucker. What are you talking about? He said this. I'm Bro, that shirt sweaty. That shirt was sweaty before you got on. That shirt sweating more than you is. <laughs> That's what they keep talking about. Like you are not in shape. Like what do you? What, why are we talking like that? Why is your shirt wavy? It, 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 <laughs> all right, all right. My thing is, even if he was skinny, though, you shut the fuck up. Like, why do you think you have the right? That to talk nigga about got a like five thirty o'clock shadow talking about how fuck Lizzo built. Listen, I'm gonna play. Um, that I nigga look, beard look like they just smeared Nutella on his face. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, Aisha, thoughts about that before Yo, I go to continue? Cause I, look, not my nigga, Ari Spears going out like this. Going dog. out sad. Hold on, I I am definitely a fan of Ari Spears yeah. from a few different uh, from a few, a few different eras. Yes, he's been and around a long time. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, uh, but I'm like, yo, that's that's Lizzo. Come how on. can you not like Lizzo? Come on, come and on. Then, and then furthermore. It's like, how you gonna get on her for the same shit that niggas is getting on you? Hello. Bro. That was all the comments. It's like, and, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Again, I love both Lizzo and Aries Spears. Yes. But like, yo, Aries, come on, my guy. You're doing a lot. He doing look way like, too much. He, way too much. He always, he look, he got permanent black eyes. He is comedy's first he, raccoon. He does have, he does have the, the Yeah, I've noticed that too. I've been had that for a while. I've been that nigga is that. comedy's first raccoon, bro. Like, I want to play. Why uh, fun of I want to play our dear sister Weezy from Horrible Decisions comments on this because they mirror my sentiment as well. I don't understand it. Watching ugly people talk about people's looks is so fucking crazy. It's crazy. Like, watching a fat nigga say, well, I'm not as fat as her, is crazy. Crazy, because you still Y'all be hella concerned with a fat bitch's fucking body when you don't like it. But when you're liking pictures of the BBL girls, why y'all ain't talking about the risks of surgery or septus or blood infection or what the fuck can happen to them? Where the fuck are you niggas at? Aries Spears talking about diabetes and cholesterol when he been fat that whole the career. The whole career, dog. Longer than 
this old? Where the fuck was your weight loss? <laughs> huh? like, Bro, he looked really like his cologne that is. Made me laugh. <laughs> that nigga looked like his cologne is just mashed potatoes. Oh, oh, and gravy smelling. He said she was built like mashed potatoes. So that's ironic. But um, that nigga definitely looked like the cranberry sauce can. What yeah, the fuck man. are you talking about? You gotta listen. You can't. You look speak. like you look like what it probably smelled like in the kitchen when they got the Charlie Brown Christmas special on. You know what? Yeah. Here's the here's the, you 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 really going in? Okay, because but, because it's so easy to rag on niggas. It is easy to rag on. Niggas. It's so easy to rag on niggas. That's the thing it that is. niggas look. I was not the quick quip nigga in middle school. I got smoked all the time, right? You know what I'm saying? It's right. real easy to just rag on niggas. Mm-hmm. It's harder to critique people. Yeah. Why couldn't you just talk about her fucking music? That's what they asked you anyway. That's what the interviewer asked. Interview? Yes. Okay, because it didn't. It looked scripted. No. It looked like he purposely put this together just so he could randomly no, shit on No, this was Lizzo. a real interview. Now, now, do I feel like Aries had that whole thing scripted for maybe a bit later on or something, and he did it? Yes. Well, let me say this. I don't know if y'all know this, but because it's not a thing that I've ever seen like publicly said, but. Y'all do know that comedians be going to radio shows and interviews with bits. Oh, I, I know and that. And they'll like give yeah. the 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 interviewer, okay, you go ask me this, and then I got a whole bit I'm gonna go into. Yeah, I do. So it's like, so I mean, maybe this this is what happened here. Maybe I don't know. There's no proof of that. However, but it was a bit. He wrote that. Oh yeah, down. no, that was definitely yeah. That, Dude, was, that not was a off bit. The, that was not you really the wanted to tell the world that Lizzo looked like the shit emoji. Well, which, he did have a response to all the backlash he was getting. Of course I will, he did. I will play that. Let me see here. There's a pretty girl in the story, so that's cool. Or was that Weezy? That was Weezy. What the okay. fuck? Okay, hi Weezy. Okay. Yo, what up, it's your boy, Aerie Spears. I had to put the Yankee on for this one. Listen, I know I'm trending right now because of the Lizzo joke. And I just want to say, man, some, a lot of you women are funny, you know, with the critiques. I ain't funny. I'm fat, unattractive. No woman wants me. They always try to hurt you with what works for you the most. That's what they try to hurt. That's like you break up and you go, that's why you got a little wee-wee and you can't screw. But you've been with them for years. I'm 32 years in this game and I ain't funny. I'm 32 years in this game, and I ain't never got no meow. That's hilarious. Y'all don't deal in logic and sense. You deal in emotion and anger. Come with something that's not subjective. Me being unfunny, unattractive, that's not a fact. That's subjective. Stop leading with emotion and anger and come with facts. You heard me? Do you have me for the link to the Spears and Steinberg? So that was his response. Okay. While I do understand what he's saying... No, you, you can't do that. You can't be like, oh, y'all made fun of my look. You made fun of Lizzo's looks. That's what, that, that was, That's what, what I was getting the ready to say. That's what I was getting ready to say. You made fun of Lizzo's looks, exactly. so we're making fun of yours. Exactly. How your beard still don't connect? Still? Oh, no. Still? Oh, After no. Mad TV, it didn't connect? That Mad TV money didn't make it connect? My nigga, how you have a Hitler beard? Hitler didn't have a beard. You know, I have lots of thoughts about what you're saying, but I will that say that nigga shit chopped up like a swastika. Are you okay. crazy? All right, so you listen. He looked like saber tooth. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's so easy to cook a nigga. It is easy. It's way harder to critique a nigga. You could go on and on on this nigga. This nigga is that nigga look like a vinegar bottle. Okay, all right. <laughs> so anyway, basically that nigga tinted like a pimp car in the hood. Like, I want y'all to. Crazy? Was, oh. Why are we Womp 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 That nigga look like the elephant man's bones Alright 
I'm gonna say this. Lizzo has not responded. I don't think she will respond. She nor does Lizzo. she need to respond. Love you. Nor Lizzo. does she need to respond. People are. It's just crazy how much like. I tell you one thing. Lizzo was on hot ones, looking like a hot one, nigga. Lizzo's so damn rich and she getting good dick. So why? Well, why? Why was she worried about this shit? Right. She, she said right. that herself. She says I'm rich and I get immaculate dick, so I'm not really worried about. What she, y'all, she said that like, herself. She looked like a. Sherbert on that hot one shit. She did look good. Shout out to the Yitty brand. God is good. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah, she looks great. So listen. I don't know what Aerie Spear is talking about. Okay, so then that's my, a fine ass shit my, emoji. Here's my <laughs> here's my question though. Is and this is devil's advocate shit. So what if what if it's just a matter of preference? Maybe he doesn't it's not prefer a matter of preference big, bigger it, women. Because if it was a matter of preference, you wouldn't have gone straight to insults. If it was a matter mm. of preference, and then on top of that. Well, actually, actually, actually. No. That's what niggas be doing. Well, that's, that's what that's, people be doing. I'm that's, niggas. Not, that's what people be doing. That's not preference. Okay. That's hate. Okay. That's hate. If okay. you, if I tell you I don't like Jay-Z's new verse, okay, that's preference. If I sat here and just dogged it, Jay-Z ain't even a dope rapper. Reasonable mm. doubt this. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so do you not like his verse or do you not like Jay-Z? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, no, no. I see. That's what I'm saying. Saying. I don't typically date fat women. Okay, you don't typically date fat women, right? It just that's that that can that is a fact, right? That can be a fact to somebody, right? Not a fact, right? But it can be a fact to somebody. Yeah. I normally don't date fat women, right? Period. I normally don't date fat women. I don't understand how people date fat women. Fat women have diabetes. That's not the same thing. That's not the same. That's thing. That's not preference. That's right. Hate. Because. Nicholas Jonas has diabetes And that nigga's skinny he's never been everybody fat. Yeah he's never been fat You don't need to be fat to catch diabetes And there are some fat people that have no health problems at all So There's a lot of fat people There's actually no a lot of them There's a lot of fat people Like this, that's the thing Like it's not no sum It's a lot of fat yeah. niggas out here I included Who just was fat I know niggas want to have comments on me And losing weight and shit like that But bro I have never been unhealthy in my life Right. I just told my dad not to put me on a diet, my nigga. Yeah. So all these fat jokes y'all niggas had for me, I never was never bothered. I was healthier than all of you. Y'all niggas had like breathing problems and shit. Like y'all couldn't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had all these shit to say about fat people, and then y'all niggas be the ones that's all fucked up anyway. Well, I feel like calling somebody fat is low hanging fruit anyway. Like, well, calling somebody be fat, creative, come fuck harder. Well, calling somebody fat is just as like calling somebody skinny. Yeah, fat that's is not a negative it. term anymore. It's just a descriptive term. It's been repurposed by the, fat. the fats. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been repurposed. I think it's no. Just, it definitely used to be a negative term. Nigga calling me. Oh, that's never. never As in, in women land, that was always a negative term. Oh, okay, one hundred percent. I can see it. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I I just don't. I just think it's weird for men to be commenting on women's bodies in such a way. I just think, I don't know. I just think it's weird. I just think it's weird. Um, like it's weird for every Spears to be commenting on Lizzo. Right and have like a bit and everything ready for it and, and then like, it was like and it's like all right are we are we just gonna put it past Aries Spears that this is to promote this whatever the thing he was talking it about could be it could be probably probably actually you is think it probably is, actually is is going above and beyond what? what you think he's like going above and beyond to promote like this fucking special. Oh God, y'all! It, the, we're watching a video of Aerie Spears making weird faces to Beyonce's "Break My Soul" playing in the background. What does the caption say, bro? I can't read it. It just says, uh, "To all the Lizzo fans out there who are coming you can't for break me my soul. after <laughs> my dialogue interview on YouTube," and this is a song. Don't use Beyonce in your bullshit. Also, 
Don't use me I'll say your bullshit Why is he filming From his bed like that That's so uncomfortable to me He Listen he, He's doing a lot of, he, He's doing you a Tammy lot Roman? Saying a lot You Tammy Roman now nigga Like what is this about <laughs> Not Tammy Roman <laughs> All he needs is a bonnet Bonnet on his head That nigga look like a bonnet he look good um, but yeah, no. I like I said to conclude this bullshit. Fuck Eric Spears, but how he went came in Lizzo and let stop commenting on women's bodies in such a way that's just disgusting. Like, do you like women? I, that's my next question for you. Do you actually like women? I'm curious. Yeah, we love you, Eric Spears. We shut the fuck up on this one. Um, so this is a random one, but but I'm going to bring it up because I'm curious what you guys think about this. So, um, do you guys know who Julia Fox is? If you do not know who Julia Fox is, she is Kanye's ex girlfriend and also the first girlfriend she dated at as of the divorce news that came out after Kim with Kim Kardashian. Oh, that girl. Yes. Okay. Um, so she posted this and this take, and I'm curious what you guys think about it. It's Hey guys, I'm just coming on here to remind you guys that childhood, the, the idea of childhood, the concept of childhood was only invented in the 18th century. Prior to that, children were just regarded as little adults. That's why in a lot of old paintings, the children don't look the same way that we show them today. Um, you know, with the like angelic features and all that stuff. They didn't do that back then. Um, and I think that the idea of childhood was invented um, as a way to just get parents to spend a lot of money on shit that kids don't, it does, it's not really teaching your kid anything. You just end up kind of raising a kid that's like helpless and doesn't know what to do. I found that with my son that he doesn't care for his toys and he is actually more interested in like what I'm doing. Um, so I suggest everyone buy their kid a little mini mop, a mini broom, and start teaching them those life skills really young so that when they enter the real world, they don't have to outsource for everything and they know how to do things for themselves. Uh, I think that's really important. And you She so said you outsource. When is the fuck? When have I ever had to outsource for a mop? <laughs> Some people, that's a Why do people just be saying shit? Yo, what are you talking about? Okay, so, okay. The concept, I feel like, is not so bad. But at the same time, let's. Why can't we let a kid be a kid? I don't want to just teach my little little Jimmy at three years old. Okay, baby, well, you tell your toys. We're gonna play. You gonna play with a mop and mop the floors up. Well, I let like me ask slavery. you if it's not so bad. Then because she literally is talking about the very thing that you said is a problem. So how is it not so bad? I th- I definitely agree. Okay, so I definitely agree with the sentiment that kids should be taught life skills and then i do see i do feel like certain kids are not taught certain things so they're as kids what age group of kids um, just for clarification i mean i feel like the earlier the better so what age would you start teaching five or from five to ten what life skill are you teaching a five-year-old okay life skill as far as like actually like cleaning up for the proper way mopping you you want to teach a five okay i got a (laughs) six-year-old i'm gonna show you how well she mops okay but uh, if you listen okay I'm saying for the, as they get older, they already have this in the bag. All right, I got I got perspective for you in my bag. Mind you, I'm not a parent, so parents, both y'all nah, parents, try I'm, I'm not even coming okay. from the parents' perspective. I'm coming from the kids' perspective of being a kid of a nigga who was in the military, mm. which means that that nigga made us clean, clean. Mm. At six years old, I was cleaning bathrooms, washing dishes, mopping floors, mm. vacuuming, scrubbing floors with toothbrushes. Uh, yard work, da 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 da. In my in my childhood, uh, now I'm 29, having to like relive my childhood in my own ways because I didn't get enough of it when I was six. Because mm. instead of watching Batman Beyond, you niggas had me cleaning the bathroom floor. Mm. I don't think 
uh, you need to teach your kids any life skills until it's time to teach your kids life skills. At six years old, I don't see why the fuck you need to mop, nigga. Where in the world is a six-year-old going to mop? How often do niggas mop? New question. Go get a fucking Swiffer and zip zip, my nigga. What mopping do we got to do today? I I mean, that's... that's Are they cleaning a fucking high school? We're cleaning the kitchen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you said get him a little mop. So you want to get a toy mop. Get a little baby mop and add a mop up there. Listen here, dumbass. A toy mop don't work like a real one. Hey, Sean. I will say this, bro. I totally agree with you. But what... What what society is putting on our kids mm. is that very thing mm-hmm. because you can go into Walmart mm-hmm. right and now get a toy. Mm-hmm. and there's there's a section there's a few sections yep. where they got all kinds of shit. Yep, it's got it's a little pack. It's got a <laughs> vacuum. It's got a mop. It's got a mop bucket. It's got a a, a duster thing. Mm-hmm. It's even got a Swiffer in all of that shit. Mm-hmm. So it's just like <laughs> yo. And then on the side of that, they got the whole uh, the the cash register, which. That's normal, but money. like yeah, I had a cash baby little cash register as a kid. Yeah, the mm-hmm. count money part. Mm-hmm. I can I can kind of see that. Yeah, that's math. Um, yeah, but as far as the 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 vacuum, the mop and shit, I think that's a bit early for them. Okay, but here's the other side of it. Mm-hmm. I do see because I I would mop in front of my kiddo when she was little. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I would I would clean in front of her when she was little. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, she sit right there in the doorway and watch me clean or whatever. Mm-hmm. From time to time, she'd try to get the big broom or she'd try yeah. to get the big mop or, mm-hmm. and do whatever with it. And I'd be like, okay, well, it's twice your size, so put it back. Right. But in the same sense, you know, they they mimic what they see. They do. Exactly. You know, so exactly. There, there, there's that part. So it's kind of it's kind of a it's kind of one of those things where it kind of yeah. could work in the in, in the child's favor. But. You know, not I. I don't think personally with me it worked as okay. Well, I see y'all doing it, so that mm-hmm. makes me want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I do it because I have to. Right. It's like I'm not some slob ass nigga. But right. At the nah. same time, you know, I'll sit back and let some shit just chill for a little bit before yeah. I get up and same. Sweep it up I'm or, the same way. You know, from mm-hmm. time to time. But when I when it's time to get up, and get, I do that mm-hmm. shit. Because I, I mean, think, I, I don't think that I don't think the kids need that at four, five, and six. Yeah, you know. And I think, and to kind of tack on to what I'm saying, like I don't think house chores need to be a fucking toy because mm. then it teaches them. It teaches kids. Okay, I guess in this conversation, what do you value most in your child? Me, I value their imagination. Yes, right. I value, I value their innocence. I just value the ignorance that comes with being six years old. Mm-hmm. Just don't know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. I just don't necessarily know if I want you to know how hard it is to clean a house. Right? Yeah, let them stay and stay in cars, stars and quasars. Right at six years old. Uh, when I, I'll give you an example. When I watch the children, like when I am uh, t- looking after the kids while their mama's at work, their mama be like, "Make sure they clean up before I get home." I just clean up. Because the oldest is seven, and you're just not going to clean up. Mm-hmm. Notice it's about to be eight, and you're not, you're not going to get up and do the job that I want you to do. Yeah. Have you ever watched parents, like, scream at their kids to clean up? Yes. And how their kids just don't know how to clean up? So it's just the parent going, did you finish cleaning up in there? Did you finish cleaning up in there? 
I, if I go in there and it's not clean, we're going to have some problems. And you go in there and it's not clean because they didn't shoved everything under the bed mm-hmm. or some shit that they didn't see you do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, right. it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, come on, dog. Like, you don't really think that that's going to help. Like, it's weird because. That's the blessing of the curse of Right. It. It's right. like, blessing and the curse of you know how I learned for real, like, how to clean was by watching my dad. Yeah. Watching my mom. Mm-hmm. Watching my grandpa, mm-hmm. watching my grandma clean things and mm-hmm. go, oh, that's how you clean things. Not, oh, they went to fucking Walmart and bought me like this toy with dustpan. <laughs> it's weird because no. I had like an easy bake oven and stuff like that, but I'm not a chef. So, yeah, but they also, that's, that's a conversation <laughs> to have about how society expects women to like stay in the kitchen. Yeah, that didn't work because it's a lot of a lot of women that are choosing career over that type of shit mm-hmm. nowadays. Anyway, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's still a society. Which men? Which men will be like, "Oh, well, bring bring real real women back. Where are the real women that stay in the kitchen and 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 can wait for me to come home, rub my feet and all this?" They're like, "What the niggas? Let let women evolve. We just got we're able to get bank accounts in the '70s." Well, well, first of all, was that women? Shit. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, was like is that, was, that the that's basis? the version they want? No, but I'm saying is that the basis of women? Nah, hell no, hell no, not anymore. No, to these niggas, is that the yes. basis of women? Yes, I don't know. nigga, we like I said, we just were able to y'all get our own at, bank accounts in the 1970s. Y'all start with being in the kitchen as uh, real women. Apparently, according to these these hotel motherfuckers, yeah, I guess so. That's the same. I'm supposed to be in the kitchen, uh, slaving with these babies, barefoot and pregnant every don't two weeks. These niggas, child, Yo, get out of here. <laughs> Post yo bitch. Oh, I like that. I want to see what bitch is I like going that. with whatever the fuck you post your bitch. Got one baby on the back, one baby in the stomach, cooking on with a slave. You know the Ooh, fresh and Lord fit. Help me. You know the is that what's that nigga's name? Andrew Tate? Ain't that him? No, that's not him. No, he's not. No, that's not him. What's the fresh and fit nigga? The uh, I can't nigga remember his name. Deal. I don't remember his name. Fuck that. You know nigga. the fresh and fit nigga that's neither fresh nor fit. Like that nigga. Like <laughs> I want to see his bitch so bad. He ain't got one. His bitch probably like a mic stand. Oh. <laughs> I want to see that nigga bitch so bad because he just ta- he love to talk about what bitches need to do. That's with him. why. It's, uh, by the way, this is narrative about men with podcasts. Like every time a man does something stupid, they like, oh, well, he probably got a podcast. He usually does. So I don't know what's what the why that narrative is out there. But men usually get on podcast. Men have podcasts by themselves together. It seems to, unless you're like earn your leisure or like brilliant idiots or something. It seems to not be fruitful with the information that's given. Have you ever seen a group of niggas talk to each other? I have. I have for sure. So, I'm torn because I believe in, you know, you know people should build their brand the way they want to build it, but at the same time... Should they? <sighs> should I mean, they build their brand the way they want to build it? If they want to build it off the back of women, then no. Fucks with that, yeah. You mean to tell me you niggas ain't got nothing else to talk about? Aaron, how long we known each other? I'm, I'm 13. I'm, I'm not 13. I've known you since I was 13. Yeah. I'm 29. So, that's what, 16 years? Yeah. Do we talk about more than just women? Way I more. Think so, right? Way more. Y'all talk about. Way yeah, more. y'all niggas. That's the problem. You niggas have created the narrative that all niggas do when they're around each other is talk about women, and I, it, you niggas do. And I also feel like niggas don't really have things in common when they like as friends. Think about uh, the that. podcast we uh, we tried to watch, Mac uh, Wilds and Mousing Him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All they Boys did was talk about like, girls. Mm. Yeah, that's all they did was talk about girls. Like I said, Mac Wilds. He was on the wire. Oh, was he? I, like he I got said, a cover to a Michael Jackson song, and you oh, want to talk about girls? You see what I'm saying? I, you have a song with Buster Rhymes and French Montana. You want to talk about girls? Like Fucking I said, Mouse Jones got a weird beef with Maul. You want to talk about girls? Here's the thing. Like I said, 
a lot of niggas don't have nothing in common but women. You ask them what they comment them or out. Sneakers. Women sports and or Gucci or designer or that's for the rich niggas or bad game. Something like they don't have real like shit in common. Outdated football. At least jerseys. that's what I've observed. Maybe you guys can tell me something different. But uh, I noticed a lot of men groups don't have a lot of things in common. Rick Ross uh, album on CD. I tell you right now, hmm. I don't kick it with niggas. <laughs> I'd rather kick it with females. Yeah. Like real talk, yeah. I'd rather kick it with females cuz yeah. I know with females, with females I'm going to I'm going to have a conversation right. about different shit. Right. I ain't never been in the to sports. I ain't never been in the sneakers. Right. You know, I, I ain't never I ain't never been into the 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 huge conversation where I'm actually talking about girls because mm-hmm. it ain't never been that with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I've always been the type of nigga that if I'm if if I'm talking about a female, it's probably because I'm writing a song or a poem or something right. about one, right. and then it's going to be on the stage later, right? You know, or I'm talking to Maurice about recording a song mm-hmm. that's about a mm-hmm. female, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's more so that shit, yeah, and and more so about about artsy shit. Maybe I want to paint one or mm-hmm. something, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to draw one or something, right? Yeah, some shit like that, right? So well, it's like fuck never, one, but I don't want to talk to you niggas about how bad I want to fuck a girl, right? Yeah, that's not y'all. It's like that's not a that's not a that's not a thing yeah. for me. No, you know, so, for grown yeah. ass men, I don't think that's In a thing. Like, I would I would rather sit and enjoy a female's company, yes, and that conversation that yes. comes because I know it's going to be different for yes. niggas for sure, like. And don't get me wrong, I, I love this guy to death. He's I've known him since I was in 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 middle school. But he once he he invited me to to come to the gym with him. Mm-hmm. And while that's a cool idea, because yeah, I want to get in yeah. shape, mm-hmm. I ain't never been in a fucking gym. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'd rather be out and about in nature doing some shit. Yeah, Hell, I, I I've started doing stuff in my apartment already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like. Just that the the whole workout ethic thing is 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 different for me. Yeah, he wants to be in the gym and and have have the camaraderie, have the the, the yeah. guys around. And don't get me wrong, that's cool. Yeah, whatever motivates but it's you. It's not my thing. Right. I, I mm-hmm. already know it's not my thing. Right. Let I got to death though. He's he's yeah. really cool guy. Yeah. No, but I, I I do notice that it's a lot of um a lack of for lack of better terms meathead type of conversations that happen. And it's like. We don't need a thousand podcasts of men talking about how much they want to fuck women or what's wrong with women and why women ain't this and why women. <coughs> we don't need a thousand of those podcasts. And their argument is usually that women get together and talk about us, but they only do it because we get together and talk about them. It's, yeah, we got to. Uh, and that? again, that's why you, you actually should talk to women and have fruitful relationships with women like them niggas that believe that women and men can't be actual platonic friends that's those are weird old niggas to me toxic niggas that's that's weird you can't do that let's talk about it bro yo that and it's crazy because as a guy it took me a minute to get to that point yeah but once I got to that point where I can enjoy a conversation yes. with a female, like that's yes. just so dope. We can learn so, so much from dope. each other without outside of the guise of relationship, outside of the guise of sex, outside of the guise of anything. That we can really just have real conversations. I will say this though. It is it is an iffy thing initiating that conversation. It is. Just because it the is. female sometimes mm-hmm. the female don't know what your what your, your intentions, intentions are, are. Mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. kind of like all right, let me navigate that yeah. real quick and, yeah. and try to see. And then sometimes it's like it don't quite work yeah. the first time. So no, it like, takes a right, while to build like, that right, trust right, up. Cool. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Mm-hmm. You want to come holler at me? You'll holler yeah. at me. If not, okay, yeah. cool. You right. know, 
I, I move the fuck around. Right. But once that shit happens, like it's, it's fucking dope. It's awesome. I, I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy I it. I agree. It's inspiring I, in, in at certain points. I agree. You know? So yeah, I, I, agree. I fuck with it. I mean, and I feel like a lot of men are conditioned to move with their anatomy and not their brain. So therefore they're not able to have those platonic relationships and get fruitful information from all the opposite sex. I feel like that's just a, an observation. Yeah. Boys will be boys is the rhetoric that we were raised on. Mm. That we were, mm. we were taught to, oh, well, you're a nigga, so it's cool to act like this. It's cool to act like a fucking barbarian because you have a dick. And I'm supposed to be in the kitchen, barefoot, pregnant, raising babies, holding the thing over the stove and wiping the sweat off my forehead. That sound hot. <laughs> that sound like trash. That I would sound, never. That sounds like very high temperatures. <laughs> but anyway, um, I do want to talk about this new thing that's been going around. Well, this new phrase, because me and Aaron have discussed that we have been doing this for a long time. It's called quiet quitting. Okay. Quiet quitting. Quiet quitting basically is basically you're gonna, you're stopping going above and beyond at your job, and you're just doing the bare minimum to get by until you find another job. Ooh, I started. I started my. I, I started my mixtape by telling niggas how much I love to give up. So I'm here for this. Well, the phrase is called quiet quitting, and apparently it has gone up in droves since COVID. Um, close to 25 percent of workers between ages 35 to 44 revealed they would likely practice quiet quitting so it, it it's, i didn't know that she had a name for oh it, yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah. heightened by the pandemic the strive for work-life balance is higher is of higher importance than ever as many workers no longer want to slave away at their jobs they want to enjoy life since the pandemic happened enjoy life more since the pandemic happened is what they yeah, said i agree because life, life is short life is short life is short and then and then the pandemic just kind of showed us like yes, anything can happen at what, any time what do you say he was like anything could happen. No dead ass you though. You could cut it any time. No, for real. Like that shit. Like that came out of fucking nowhere. That yeah. whole thing. I was. I didn't know what the fuck to do. Like, those first couple of months were scary as shit, oh, in yeah. my opinion. Because well, I was so. like, I've never been here before. I don't yeah. know what this is about. It's I've, new. And and, and um, I had to work through it. Right. And, like, <laughs> definitely. and I was the nigga who, of course, did not have to work through it. Right. And so I was on the other end. Like, yo, am I gonna have a job again? Right. Because this. You know, That's scary. I, that was the first job I'd ever had that was working out. Yeah. So I was like, and you liked it. Yo, yeah. I was like, yo, am I gonna get another job? Right. How long am I gonna be without a job? Okay, they're gonna you're giving me money now, but like until when? Right. Right. You know what I'm saying. And it was good money too for those who didn't have to work. Y'all was getting bank. Dumb as hell for going back to work. Bank, um, bank. But yeah, I've yeah. It I changed love, a lot of people's mindsets. Up. I love giving up. I just. Put that out there. I love giving up. If it ain't working, love giving up. Right. Especially when it's at a place that's like mentally draining you. Oh my gosh. Um, we've been busy. We've all three of us have been really busy with uh I think it's like the busiest I've been with music lately. You know what? This yeah. summer was good to us. Ever. This, this summer was this good is to the everybody. Busiest I've ever yeah. been with music. I'm making yeah. that realization now as I'm speaking. I'm not yeah. trying to gloat, I promise. Yeah. But I'm saying that to say I'm I'm it's not work. No. Like it's work. I know we just it's, got done talking work. about how it's work. Yeah, this yes. is this is work. It's All this is work. Yes. But I'm saying like much rather be this ain't no shit I'm gonna quit on. Like, Hell no. Nah. Some shit that I like doing. Hell so, yeah. Like, Hell I, yeah. I, I can see why working at a fucking, you know, chicken and pickle or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like I can see why a nigga would be like, yo, I'm about to just like fold these napkins. No, Dennis, like, I y'all niggas is not finna get a hundred percent out of me. I gotta save fifty percent for when I get home. I got a record to make, you know. For real, for real. Because you got to think and about like, right? I tell I I bring this up uh, talking to Morgan all the time, but there was you know back in 2013 when I like we 
uh, lived really close to where I worked at. And so I would like had three minutes before I had to be mm-hmm. at work and I would still be in there like mixing my album yeah. like on the floor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like anything to not have to deal because once you get there, it's like the worst mm-hmm. place in the fucking world. It's mm-hmm. like a cage. It I remember, is. It feels like that. I remember working there one time and being like, because I used to work at this grocery store called Dylan's. I only said it like that for niggas who don't live in Wichita. Kroger for those who don't live in Wichita. Yeah, uh, or fucking Bakers. Or whatever yeah, whatever the fuck. the fuck it is, where you but, guys are. <laughs> uh, and I remember going to work one day and going, yo, am I ever going home? Mm, mm, that was a real thought. Mm, I, I said, yo, am I going home? Mm, like, once my shift ends, do I get to go home? Mm-hmm, or do I got to stay here and keep mm-hmm, working? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I wasn't ever going to leave my job. Yeah. So, of course, I'm going like to just give you niggas the bare minimum. I just want to skate by till I can get off and go home. Right. This quiet quitting is maybe a new phrase, but it's been practiced by me for a very long time. Because I have removed myself from the going above me off after my job years ago can we ask this question what the fuck is above and beyond anyway i've never been told what above and beyond is you know what that's a be. great a great thing to say because i've never been told that either because what uh, i can tell you what they expect mm-hmm. what they expect is for us to show up be super super chipper mm-hmm. be happy mm-hmm. all the goddamn time mm-hmm. and i don't know how you're supposed to be happy about being somewhere where you're you're pretty much selling your time for a paycheck man you know <laughs> talk about it bro so like the the above and beyond thing it, it seems like it's a it's a part of the whole scam it is because it's like oh we we need you to do this and we need you to do that and we need you to do this and it's like, all right, well, what happens when I do all of that? Mm. So if I do all of that, are you going to pay me more? Hell no. And if you pay me more, are you going to actually pay me what I'm worth? No. And if you're going to pay me what I'm worth, then are you prepared to pay me more? Right. Because at that at that point, then I'm trying to be CEO of this motherfucker. Thank you. I'm trying to take the fuck over. Right. So like, it's like it's one of those it's one of those curves that kind of collapses and you're just mm-hmm. like all right so i can do this above and beyond thing but uh, the more and more i do this above and beyond thing the less people are paying attention to me Here, here's a here's a something to tack on to what you were saying if you went in to work at 10 p.m and got off work at 7 a.m went to sleep got up and then came back to do it again you've already gone above and beyond amen absolutely amen insane and i actually i've done that before i've done that before that's that's my Mm -hmm. i start tomorrow yeah that's insane yeah i've done exactly those hours Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. that's insane Mm -hmm. so what do you mean i okay fuck the hours i got up and i put on this goofy ass uniform and stood in front of you and did not call you a bitch for eight (laughs) hours (laughs) i've already gone above and beyond because you's a bitch Cause I'll be, I'll be telling you, I'll be waking up and going into work, just like, oh, do I have to be here? Oh God! Like the fact that I have to push past my own mental blockages just to be able to sit in the seat to get money to pay for my bills—that's above me on. Okay, so that's I did how that I feel. already. So what you're saying is you want me to suck dick? I don't Pretty much. I get, I get told it's so funny. I get told on a regular, oh well, compared to your other coworkers, you don't do this, you don't do that, and I'm you're my, fuck. you're my lead agent because I got a promotion. I'm the fucking lead. Do. Here, listen. And up. you don't do this, you don't do that. Da, 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 da. This other person does this. I'm better. the lead. I have and to push I you. Do I do, do less this. than everyone. There's a reason. Bingo. I have to push you. I have to do this. I have to. You know, you're the type that needs me pushed and all the dude. Yeah, that's condescending. Don't say that to me. Dude, 
Let me tell you this no, much. I'm the type that has to be pushed to do this weak ass work. Yes. This is not my passion. I'm never going to put more in for a multi-million dollar company than I put into my own self. Right. So don't right. ever expect that. Don't ever expect that shit. But they do. And yeah, that, it's so that. stupid. It's <laughs> like, I, I be wanting to ask them like, yo, do you hear yourself? Come on. You want me to do the extra shit for you. And not pay me right. But then, well, right. And not pay me right. It's like, but you're telling me this shit and you're not doing the same thing. Bingo. It's like, how does that work? Thank you. It's and like, it, I'm the lower level motherfucker and you telling me I'm supposed to be doing your level of type of shit. Absolutely fucking not. Without the pay. Without, Hell no. without the benefits. Right. Without any of that shit. They without got the me, accolades. Man, they got, they got us fucked up. For real. They got us fucked up. That's why. And it's just, it, like I said, being a creative as, on top of all this and just knowing that you are not meant for this five, nine to five structure. Man, me still going into work. Like I said, that's just, that's already enough. That's already enough. That's what y'all going to get. Y'all going to get the bare minimum. Since I'm not doing what I want to do with my passion because right now it's not being fruitful financially. I have to do this. This is what y'all getting. The bare minimum. Quiet quitting. Can I tell y'all a quick story? Please do. All right, so check it out. I had this big ugly motherfucker (laughs) tell me. He brought me into the office. And he was doing this shit on a daily basis. Every time he worked, he was bringing me into the office to tell me how much of a piece of shit that I was. What the fuck? Hell no. Here's the thing. I got sick of that shit after a a certain Uh, point. Yeah, of course you did. Yes, of course. So I started bucking back at him. Mm -hmm. He he started telling me I needed to be more dedicated. Mm. Um, Mind you, this was wintertime. Fast forward to wintertime last year. Mm -hmm. Now, sis, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't drive. You do not. I feel it to be fiscally irresponsible for me to actually have a car right now because i don't make the n- enough money to actually have a, my place mm-hmm. and a car pay the maintenance for it yeah. all and the gas for it and you know how gas prices i understand been. absolutely i do so um and then of course uh anybody who has bought a car or is buying a car right now knows that even prices for cars are going soaring. Up. Like it's it's wild. A used car, working. the average for a used car right now is fifty thousand dollars. Right. I'm not doing it. Hell no. I'm not doing Hell it. Hell no. I can walk back and forth to work mm-hmm. and be just fine. Speaking right. of walking, yes. This past winter, mm-hmm. I did that. You did. So when that motherfucker brought me in the goddamn office talking about I wasn't dedicated, but I was showing up to work on time and before everybody else and my goddamn crew and the managers that were supposed to be there before me. I looked at him and I, was, I straight up said, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> right. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's like, yo, I I keep showing up. If I'm not dedicated, yeah. why am I still here I listening agree. to you spit and wheeze at me? Amen. It's like, why the fuck am I still here doing all of the shit that you didn't ask me to do and then redo it to the best of my ability to where ain't nobody else on my level? Right. It's like what... My teammates, my teammates are coming to me asking me questions on how to do shit. Exactly. It's not the other way around. No. It's like, and when you add, when you ask some for somebody to come do something that requires a good amount of planning, but quick execution, mm-hmm. you come to me. Mm-hmm. It's like so. I need you to be more dedicated in realizing what kind of a teammate you have. Right. I need you to be more dedicated in 
your your idea of being a manager and mm-hmm. and and managing to get the rest of the crew up there mm-hmm. hell be more dedicated in watching all of the other motherfuckers yeah because you know with me you say one thing to me at the beginning of the night and by the time i walk out the door my shit's done right completed 100 over 100 right if that ain't dedication i don't know what the fuck is if 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 i'm doing all of that sis walking to work in the snow yeah doing all of that yes. walking back mm-hmm. walking back home in the snow mm-hmm. i don't know what dedication is thank you and i'm like yo i got i got depressed at a certain point because i was doing all of that shit mm-hmm. and i was like yo but i'm i'm a rapper right i write songs and yes shit. we're a very good one like, i I draw my ass off yes. when, it, when I actually sit down and focus on it. Yes. You know? Yes. It's like, I'm a creative motherfucker. Fuck what yeah. if I put that kind of dedication, me, the me walking back and forth in the snow, mm-hmm. spending eight hours with motherfuckers I don't like, mm-hmm. walking back home in the snow, mm-hmm. what if I put that dedication into all of the music and all of the art that I do? It's mm-hmm. just, it's damn near impossible to do both, though. And I think that's the right. catch 22. Right. That Most is the catch 22, 100%. But that's, but that's what yeah. I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. Making the transition, moving moving the inches over yeah. is 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 where I feel like all three of us are at right now. One hundred percent. And I, shit right. is moving. I was just gonna different. say, I was just gonna say, I think things I think us moving a little bit more into our creative bag a little more is is being it's showing to be fruitful. Man. It's, it's showing to be fruitful. It's a different atmosphere. One hundred percent. I feel when different. We change when we change just just a small little yeah. bit of shit. Yeah, like it, it's different. Yeah, it feels different. It like, feels I different. I don't know I feel how better. you feel, bro, about it, but like, yo, making changes. Like I, I remember, I remember when you you did the change, the fasting. Mm-hmm, I remember mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and just watching when you did it. Both me and sis, we had a change in shit. Yeah, and it was almost subconsciously. We yeah. just. We knew that you were doing your thing yeah. and we changed whatever little piece of mm-hmm. what we were right. doing. Mm-hmm. And then um when you when you put the the, the hours up mm-hmm. for the cookie store, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just got told about it and I started moving different. Yeah. So it was just like, yo, that's That's how it should be. Our, our atmosphere yeah. is making changing. something up and then exactly. yeah. same thing. Exactly. And it's just uh, the small little changes and mm-hmm. it ripples out and like it's a fucking beautiful thing. It's a great thing. But that's that dedication. Yes. That's us moving the inches over mm-hmm. from our day jobs mm-hmm. to yeah. what we actually do. Our superpowers, 100, so to speak. So. 100%. Like that's why that quiet quitting. I'm going I'm to get a lot more quiet because I'm going to move that energy to where it needs to be yeah, especially after uncut fast oh, yeah. i need to feel that all the time yeah, i need to feel that high put, all the time and you got to think that was what you putting maybe what 70 percent of the dedication in because oh yeah you had to save something for your nine to five i had to so yeah. like that so what you got the the dope turnout that you got wasn't even 100 percent. no not hey. to make you feel no type of way no you know i know 100 like, no i i agree with you i 100 so percent agree with you you put more effort into it than you normally would have been able to do yeah you drove yourself a little crazy for i it, did but it worked out it did now you know that okay if i could just put more of that into it then this is what i'll get yeah yeah Most definitely and like Most i said definitely. that 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 going so well put a battery in my back and it made me just wanted to continue to do more and do better and continue to level up and i think that we have a great team here um, even the people that aren't here that are a part of the team, we have just great people all involved, people that really yeah. want to work, people that really want to put out, um, put their creative stuff out there. And it, it's just great. It's just right. fucking great. So 
um i am just in a really good space mentally i feel like you know i've been working out it just in and just uncut fest went so well and the creative part of my life is just starting to blossom and it's just a beautiful fucking thing and i love to see everybody else too um you know prospering and doing well it just makes me happy so right Anything else we need to get to before we fade out? Yes, I want to talk about Benny the Butcher and Freddie. Okay, Gibbs. let's get let's get into it real quick. Oh my God! First of all, I want to say salute to both gentlemen, and I want to say I hope that like this gets resolved because um, Freddie playing, Benny's not playing. Uh, for those who don't know, these are two rap niggas, and they hate each other. And they went on the internet the other day, and they were kind of shooting back and forth um, to kind of give some context. Uh, I don't know how long ago, uh, Freddie. Gibbs was in New York in Buffalo. Did we talk about this on the podcast? I don't think so. Do you know what I'm about to talk about? When um, Freddie Gibbs got jumped by like 30 niggas? We did talk about that. Oh okay, my then we did God. talk about that. Okay. It was, it was, I'm okay. so glad. I just want to I just yeah. want to say again, I'm so glad cuz you know what? Niggas was trying to make jokes. Yeah, that's not the funny about, about getting that. Jumped? Yes. Yeah, but okay, getting jumped by like 3 niggas. If niggas want to make jokes, all right, whatever. That that just means you ain't never been you in a fight. You could have died right? in that. That just means you ain't never been in a fight. Right. But to get jumped by 30 niggas, I don't know. You got to be the softest nigga in the world to not be like, yo, I'm so glad you're okay. Yeah. Fuck whatever. I don't care. If I meet Freddie Gibbs and he's an absolute asshole to me, I'm still going to be like, well, I'm glad that them 30 niggas didn't kill him because that shit looks so scary. He easily could have died. That shit looks so scary. Yeah. So scary. I would have expected to die. I would be like, okay, y'all, y'all here. It's just what it is. Like, in, in that moment. In that whatever that we could want to call that scuffle, I guess, where 30 niggas were in there fighting one man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddie Gibbs' girl was there. Mm. And Freddie Gibbs' girl has a very small necklace that has a G on it. Well, I guess they lifted that off of her. Mm. Um, it is in Freddie Gibbs' girl's store. What's that girl's name? Let me stop calling her that because she's... She's, she's a model. Than, I do know that. She's more than Freddie Gibbs' girl. I, don't, I just want to be respectful. I don't want to keep calling. Cause, and I'm only saying that because of what the... the Know the shit that Benny's been saying about the girl. I ain't trying to add on to it. What's her name? Uh, Why you look at that? I do. This is this has nothing to do with what we talking fit about. Fit mommy. Shout out to you. Yeah, she's uh, a uh, she's a, she's a model. Yeah, she's the OnlyFans girl. I think. Yeah, I think that's how they met. Yeah, actually. I think so too. Um, but uh, they took her chain off of her, um, and they didn't get because you know Gibbs has a big ass G chain. They got the small one off her. Well, randomly the other day, uh, Benny. Got on Instagram and just randomly started talking shit about how Freddie Gibbs got jumped. And for context, when that shit happened, uh, Benny didn't say shit. Benny wasn't around at all. Mm, oh no, yeah, he definitely he stayed didn't away. Say from shit, that. yeah, he definitely said that away. was all alleged. We didn't know nothing about that. Right. Like, I mean, we didn't. We, okay, so like they said, yo, Benny, ah, ah, but we didn't know nothing. So then Benny gets on Instagram and you see he's wearing her chain. Oh, I don't sure. like that. I yeah. Just, that's dirty. This is what Benny did. So this is Benny. I don't like it. Hey, yo, MC Dinosaur Barbecue. That's what got your head punched in the first time. Talk about shit you ain't had nothing to do with. Real shit. Niggas dragged you by your chain. Dragged you by your shit. Niggas took this off your bitch neck. You pussy. MC Dinosaur Barbecue. You been getting ran down on by niggas for the past year. Without a gun. You a bitch. MC Dinosaur Barbecue. Niggas punched your head all in, had you fucking lumped up, stitches all in your shit. For running your mouth like you doing now. Remember that? Then you went next day and bought that cheap ass Cartier watch. <laughs> My thing is, uh, and I am going to get to a lighthearted 
part of this. But I just want to say that that I've never seen Benny like that. He's really upset. If y'all look at Griselda, I've always said that Conway looks the scariest out of all three of them. Right. And then mm-hmm. you got Wes who doesn't look like you want to fuck with him. Either. Right. Right. And I'm not trying to say that Benny looks soft. I don't want to get it fucked up. But Benny Definitely always not. looked like th- he was always the nicest of the three. He In was. The interviews. He was, he, you know, he just looked like the coolest of the three to kick yeah. it with. Probably just, you know, he was probably the more politic nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? He probably wasn't the nigga that was going to be the strong arm necessarily because he could talk good. You know, he has that fifth, uh, five to 50 record. I think that's how you say it. Where. Uh, India talks about how her dad knew him from moving shit from right, 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 right. So we can mm-hmm. assume that the nigga is like, you know, more of a business nigga. He just knows the pitfalls of being a street nigga. Yes. For, like too much of a street nigga in certain situations. Yes. Could we agree on that? Yes. And so like to see this nigga like out of his body like, about that, yeah. Oh, he really don't like Freddie Kitts. Yeah, he don't. He's only cool. It's the coolest fan. And they in the have background. a song together, so it's they do. They do. He really don't. Like I need them to fix this though. I don't like. So I listen, hold on, I'm, okay. now, because I'm like at this point. Freddie responded. Now I'm gonna say before I play this, Freddie Gibbs and Benny the Butcher. This needs to stop. But boy, Freddie Gibbs is funny. <laughs> Freddie Gibbs is hilarious. So I I don't know if anyone knows, but Benny the Butcher got shot some while ago. I knew that Aaron in the Walmart that. or something like that. He got shot in a Target or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Wow. Niggas tried to rob in him Texas. and he got shot in the foot. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad he's yeah, okay too. Most definitely. Um, I'm glad he didn't get killed. I'm yeah. glad he didn't get seriously hurt. It was just some robbery shit, I think. Benny did an interview where he talked about how his foot doesn't work right anymore after being shot. So then, <laughs> Freddie Gibbs got on his Instagram. Hey, I might run. I might run him out. Hold on, let me run this back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is too funny. I'm sorry, dog. Benny, we don't want no smoke. What's that? Two good feet still working, nigga. (laughs) Hey, I might run. I might run him out, bitch. Oh, shit. You see my foot? Oh, shit. You see me moving that motherfucker? (laughs) Bitch, can you do that? Can you get it on the good foot, you bitch ass? Can you get it on the good foot? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, fuck R. Kelly, but yo. The nigga played Step in the Name of Love. Yo. Listen, man. Yo, then, oh, wow. yo, Freddie went again yesterday making fun of the nigga hairline. Saying he like George Jefferson in the head. That shit was crazy. Listen, I'm, all I'm going to say is this. I, don't, I hope this don't end in violence and bloodshed. I really don't want it to go out Freddie like is that. making jokes. Freddie's wow. making jokes. Benny is not. And I only feel comfortable saying this next part because Freddie posted this. So this did happen. He He's posting screenshots. That, okay, so Freddie Gibbs' fans are DMing Benny talking shit, which they shouldn't be doing. No, they should shouldn't not. be doing that. Fans guys quit Shame on shit. you. Yeah. Y'all niggas are going to do that shit till Benny see y'all uh, profile, Avi, and then see one of you <laughs> niggas out and punch you in the fucking face for that dumbass shit you were saying his DMs. Yeah. Leave that man alone. You see he's not playing. Right. He's Benny not, not joking. playing. He's not joking. Benny is like in these DMs telling these niggas how he going to beat Freddie dead. He says that. He said we're going to beat that man dead. Yeah, no, I don't like when that. When they did that shit to Freddie, he had to perform with two swollen eyes. Mm-hmm. I, feel I, like saw the Freddie, pictures. I feel like Freddie Gibbs got the right to make jokes here. He's alive. I'm so glad. I would alive. be making jokes. And when I, I got jumped, the first thing I did was rap about it. Yeah. 
So I, I'm on Freddie's side of this. Nigga, you got to jump out. I only got to jump out two niggas. He got to jump out 13. I mean, I'm just like paraphrasing. I don't know how many niggas was out there. It was a lot, it though. Lot I seen I seen the video. It was a lot. That shit was scary. I would never make fun of a nigga because, bro, I'm glad you alive. Yeah. Even if I don't know, even if I don't like you, nigga. If 30 niggas jump on you, I'm just I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is, and I prayers just prayers to both of these niggas. Prayers to both of them, and I hope it don't end in bloodshed. I hope it don't end in violence. I'm tired of I'm tired of my black men doing this to each other. Like, don't get me wrong, black men can have squabbles and have have issues with each other, but I just don't feel like we need to be resorting to killing folk. I just don't. Listen, I think Freddie got kids. I think Benny got kids. Like, let's Freddy just 40, not. He's like 40, 41, 42, something like that. Yeah, like not a young nigga at all. Like, he's young, but you know what I'm saying. Not a let young these nigga. people stay here and be fathers for their kids. Like let, let let's cut out the bloodshed. That's just how I feel. But again, I'm just a civilian. I don't know how this shit works. So, um, is there anything else we need to get into before we fade out? Hey, Shaw. Just a, just one last shout out to all of the people who came. Yes, man. And showed their faces at Thank Uncut you. Fest 2022. Um, hopefully we'll have y'all again 2023. Yes. Yes. And more. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh yeah, we not stopping. We not stopping. I'm just letting y'all know we not stopping. Can't we stop, won't stop. Stopping, it's not. Hey, we on the moon. And rubbing booze. All right. Anyway, shout outs. Official shout outs. Hey, Shaw. Let's official start with you. Shout outs. Shout out to Bird Dad loves you. Shout out to That's Chosen. Right. Shout out to uh, Baby Ruth at Vibes uh, Vibes Barbershop and Aesthetics. I gotta say it right. Uh, shout out to uh, Keon Ross, my man out there living. Um, and again, shout out to shout out to everybody who showed their faces at Uncut Fest. Shout out to all all of our listeners. Shout out to motherfucking Sammy. Shout out to Sammy, right. man. He would have been in the building for sure if he man, lived here. He would have had such a cool time. He would have had a great time. You got Sammy. You got to be there for the next one. We got to try to get you up here. Yeah, for gotta, we got to figure that out. Because yeah, you you would have you would have been having a great time. But yeah, no. My shout outs are again. I'll piggyback off Aaron. Shout out to everybody that came out to Uncut Fest. Um, shout out to Nemo. Uh, shout out to. Shout out to everybody in their damn face, okay? We love y'all, and we appreciate y'all. I'm not even going to get individual. Just shout out to everybody in their face that came out, showed up, showed out, gave me a hug, took a picture with me, and, and it tipped the, the performers, all of y'all. It just was a great time. Thank you for coming out. Shout out to y'all. Damn, I think I still got the tips in my pocket. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. I got I to gotta find, uh, find a pair of jeans. I threw a pair of jeans somewhere. Yeah, make sure you get that money out here. Don't, don't, don't let the money go to waste now. Man. So, Ava Maurice Anthony. I got two shout outs. One, I'm going to shout out, because uh, I always have random shout outs. Shout out to uh, Rock Marciano and The Alchemist. They just dropped an album called The Elephant Man's Bones, and the artwork is the best rap artwork I've ever seen ever. It is pretty cool artwork. Secondly, some also pretty cool artwork accompanied by a pretty cool record that's coming out September 2nd. Uh, I, myself, and Joaquin Fox have teamed together and created a group called Tony Walk, and we are releasing an album called Slap Hand to God, September 2nd. Bandcamp and SoundCloud via the cookie store. You're welcome. Word up. Yes, so we're going to fade on out. It's your girl Morgan Alexis exiting the motherfucking building. Yeah, yeah. 
It's your man's A Shaw the Funky Walker, Dirty Talker, None Ellen and Scruff Silla Grays, killing it in a million motherfucking ways. Third shout out, so sorry. Got a new song out right now called The Hollywood Adventures of Chevy Chase featuring my good friend, my brother, Bloody Hands. Shout out to Bloody Hands. Bloody Hands. Shout out to Bloody Hands. I wish he could have showed up that night. Oh, but he's going to be in the building September 22nd at Kirby's Beer Store. You're welcome. Uh, Marius Anthony, the nigga that has your bitch buckling at the knees. Also, the nigga that has his shit sounding like mac and cheese. And also, I want to shout to A Shaw because I'm very proud of my brother. Absolutely. He's doing his thing out here he been on keeper touching stages touching people got a hit record i'm yeah. just happy for him i really am and i'm and i can't wait to see the future because it, it, it's only up from here period it's only up from it's here. only up from Look, here says i'm i'm happy i'm happy and proud of myself yeah man you should be i got we, we got here and we hit this landmark mm-hmm. and it just made me want to do more yeah, like yeah. I, I sent that message he said to, that to me to, the other day to, Maurice the other day was like, yo, I just want to do more. I just want to do more. Because like it's like it, it's one of those it's one of those things. It's like it's a drug almost. Mm-hmm. You get that first taste and you yeah. chasing that high. Yeah. And it's like I've been doing this for right a good minute. Right. So now that it's it's got a bit of a role going, mm-hmm. it's just like you know what we got to keep it going. Let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. And the next one, Kirby's Beer Store, what was the twenty seventh. 22nd. 22nd of September. Marcus Anthony, Shock here, Bloody Hands, Chemo. We're in the building. See, come see some out and see some real hip hop, okay? All right. Uh, wait, wait, wait. That's a lie. Marcus yeah, Anthony, A Shaw, Bloody Hands, Chemo. Sorry, I throw too many shows. I apologize. Marcus Anthony, Bloody Hands, Chemo, A Shaw. Marquis? Damn. Marquis. See? Tripping. See? Let's say I it smoke again. too much weed. Say it again. Say it all again. One more time. Marius Anthony, Marky Nunley, A Shaw, Chemo, Bloody Hands, Kirby's Beer Store, September 22nd. Final answer. Real hip hop. Yeah, Come out and see it. Up. All right, y'all. Peace out. We out.